0: Welcome to the City Hill podcast. We really hope you enjoy today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london. So today's session is on humility and we are spending a few minutes talking about one thing that we are proud of. Everybody, can I have somebody to volunteer and tell me something they did that they're proud of? Don't worry, I'm not gonna use you. Like, it's not gonna go against you. And it's like, everybody's like, no. Do you wanna tell me what you're proud of? Go ahead you scored a goal in hockey great well done congratulations i would be proud too uh, any other people achievements in the room go ahead i let my wife sleep till like 11 o'clock i'm very i'm very grateful i'm very grateful one more one more achievement in the room we were talking about simplicity like um not being too stressed in a day Mm -hmm. and then it turned out to be quite successful oh having a successful day keeping your peace your balance i understand so all right so let's think about how did it feel to talk about your achievements how did you feel in the moment when someone was listening to you talk about what you did well good feeling bad feeling there were lots of smiles in the room to be honest feels good. good it feels good you get to relive it as well, like the emotional feeling you get to like you get to go back to that place of success and be like I did that yeah Mm, that's great that's good especially when someone smiles at you it's like oh is that nice you get it kind of good yeah so it's the energy you receive from other people as well yeah okay so often when we think about um, being proud we often think it's just about like us talking about our achievements and you know boasting about the good things that we've done right Being proud in itself is not a bad thing. Like when you achieve something and you feel good about getting something done, that's not a bad thing. It's when pride takes over your whole demeanor and you just walk around thinking you're the best where we get into problems. But I'm going to just reel off a list of other ways that pride can appear in our lives. And I want you to grab a piece of paper (laughs) and a pencil that should be somewhere on your tables. Um and if any of these apply to you, I want you to just write them down somewhere on the piece of paper. Or in your or in your City Hill notebooks if you came fully prepared for the session. <laughs> okay. So the first one is an unwillingness to learn. So that means you think you know everything. Oh. You don't want anybody to tell you about anything. If it applies to you, write it down. Oh. If you feel like there's ever been a chance where you felt like, I don't need nobody to teach me, I've got it. Yeah, don't tell me nothing. I know for myself that as a child, my dad will tell you that I didn't want nobody to help me with anything. Oh. I wanted to do it by myself, on my own, so that I could get full credit for what I did. Anybody come to help me? No, move. I will get it. And I scrunched up hundreds of paper trying to, like, draw one thing. But I was driven by, I need to do this by myself. Yeah, don't don't teach me. I'll figure it out. So I'm going to take that one for myself, okay? The second one is feeling like you're too good to do certain tasks. So, like, if somebody was like, Dre, I need you to clean the toilets, you know? With your bare hands. Yeah, that's a bad <laughs> 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 do you need another pencil, Gina, here? Yeah, So Take, take it. both of them. Thank you. Just in case. So if you feel like you there are certain things that are beneath you that you are not going to do because that's not your place in society, then write that down. What's the, what's the Feeling too good to do certain tasks. Are they all falling out? I don't know. you have felt it then. number three is being too proud to ask for help okay this one applies to me too as we've already discovered as a child all the way into adulthood just want to do it all by myself it's a problem it's an issue the next one is dominating conversations so in certain situations you just be talking you want to share all your knowledge you don't let nobody else speak you have the most to say you're interrupting people you're taking over the space because what you have to give is very important what's the thing I'm not telling you what to do if you feel like it applies I don't know. then you just need to write it down if it doesn't apply then it's alright it's okay Okay, the next one is comparing yourself to others. There's a lot of kiss tea in this corner. <laughs> Comparison to others. Um, and this is in both ways. So either comparing yourself like, oh, why have they got that? Why have they succeeded when I'm just as good as them and I don't have it? Or comparing yourself to others where you're like, I'm better than you. So, you know, um, I'm happy that. I have it and you don't because I deserve it more than you anyway. You don't know what I've been through. You weren't with me sheen, in the gym. So both ways of comparing yourself to others. The next one is disregarding advice. Not listening to counsel. Um, This is linked to believing you know everything. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, but yeah, disregarding advice. Um, The next one is being... Very critical of everything. So you walk into a space and you're just complaining. Why is it like this? Why is it like that? Why did they do that? Why did they do it like this? I wouldn't have done it like that. You know, people that just be complaining, just criticising everything. Um, <laughs> so either being consistently critical or being very defensive. So when, when somebody wants to criticise you now, you have a lot of things to say. You want to justify it. You don't want to accept any criticism. So... Being critical of others or not willing to accept (laughs) criticism for yourself. (laughs) Alright, so the next one is a consistent need for affirmation. You need people to tell you that you are doing good a lot of the time so that it will boost you up. Um, If this is your love language, like this is okay. It's not that words of affirmation is a problem. But if in every situation you need to be told you're doing a good job, you're amazing, you're great, you're great, you're great, then that is also comes from a source of pride. (coughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go through them again. All right. The next one is being overly obsessed with your physical appearance. So whether that's your weight or your style or your face or your clothes, you're just overly obsessed with how you look. that also comes from a place of pride. And the key word is obsessed, okay? No one say you need to walk out here looking mashup, but if you, if you are obsessed with how you look, uh, that comes from a place of pride. And the last one we're going to speak about, this is not an all-inclusive list, but an unwillingness to submit to authority. You don't want nobody to tell you what to do. <laughs> you don't want no boss, you don't want no manager, you don't want no instruction. Leave me alone, okay? (laughs) All right, so I'm going to run through these real quick just in case you missed any. We had an unwillingness to learn, feeling like you're too good to do tasks, being too proud to ask for help, dominating conversations, comparison to others, disregarding advice, Being consistently critical or defensive. A consistent need for affirmation. Being overly obsessed with your physical appearance or an unwillingness to submit to authority. Okay, so has everybody got at least one thing? At least one thing on their paper? Yeah? Nobody's delusional in the room. Everybody has at least one thing written down? Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. You're being honest with yourself. I like that. Okay, so we're talking about humility, which is the opposite of these things, right? So when we get to the prayer portion, your list will help you to know what you need to pray about. Okay, so nobody's going to have any issues with what they need to talk to Jesus about because you've already admitted to yourselves where pride stems from in your in your heart, in your life. Okay, so I also want everybody to, if you have a Bible, turn to James chapter 4. If you don't have a Bible, don't worry, because I'm going to actually play it aloud. <clears throat> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it twice. And um, what I want you to do is any words or phrases that stick out in James chapter 4, I want you to write down on your paper. So you can turn it over if you need to, or if there's space, right on um, the same side. Okay, so obviously if you you have your Bible and you want to read it, that's fine. Um, Sometimes it's easier to write down something when you can hear it. So hopefully you can all hear this. I might stand in the middle of it.
1: do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity of God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says, He yearns jealously over the spirit that he is made to dwell in us, but he gives more grace. But therefore, it says, God opposes the proud All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin.
0: So James 4 is really coming for our next, okay? It's a very humbling scripture. Um, And when I was reading it, what was sticking out to me is this feeling of war, this fighting, this quarrelling, and I was thinking of myself fighting against God, okay, so I'm going to use Marvin's, this is your bag, right, okay, so last week, Jay was talking to us about um, possessions, relationships, and our future plans, right, so let's say all that I want is in this bag, yeah, and I'm here, and Marv, I want you to come and oppose me, because it's, it's your bag, you wanna give it to me, but I am moving mad. Um, I'm very proud and I think I'm gonna get there on my own. What does opposition look like? So I'm I'm trying to get this. This is what I want, this is what I desire. No, <laughs> okay. No, no, but I need I need I need I need that though. No, but you can't have No, it but, no, <laughs> no but this is this is what I've been praying about though. No, like I, No, it's that though, it's right. There. Okay. No, that's go back there. Okay. I was thinking about, like, the fact that we... It says that you do not have because you do not ask, yeah? And then in the next verse, it says, you ask, but you ask wrongly, that you may consume it upon your lust. So we're asking for things that we want. But the reason why we're asking wrongly is because it's not about what God wants for us, it's about what we want for us. And it's from a selfish place. And it's very much about how we're going to use those things to feel good about ourselves, right? Like, I need to have this house because that will make me feel successful and then everybody will know that I'm successful because I have this house, right? Um, Having the house, I'm sure God has a house for me, right? But then if the way I want to get it totally disregards his ability to provide the house, then my focus is not on God's. The glory is not going to God. I'm going to keep the glory for myself. I'm trying to increase in the glory for myself when I get these things. And so I was I was praying about this scripture and God said to me, you don't have what you want in relationships. There is a war in your relationships because of pride. There is a war in your future plans because of pride. There is a war in your possessions because of pride. The things that we are not obtaining, that we want to obtain, and we're getting frustrated and feeling like we're fighting, like we're literally fighting because of pride. God says, you as earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more me, your heavenly father? He's not trying to keep things from us, but... Can You you know, like, this is the one thing that my dad said to me when I was young, yeah? When he told me there's no Santa Claus, right? He said, there's no way I am going to work hard all year round. Sacrifice. Take corn, brief, and rice to work to save, to buy you presents, to give the glory to Santa. It's not happening. I bought it for you. It's from me, okay? So, he was like, this glory is not going to someone else. So, when we get gifts and we ascribe it to ourselves, we're denying God the glory for what he has what he has done, what he has provided, what he has given. Um and so, when I was thinking about how do we deal with pride or how do we remove pride? It's really about focusing on what God has done. As we exalt God, like it totally shifts our perspective because when you're faced with God, you become smaller in your own perspective because God is so in awe, like, he's he's magnificent and large. And so, like, when we are faced with him, we immediately realise how small we are. There was something also at the end of James that said, um, you just be making plans. Like, tomorrow, next week, you're going to go do this. This year, you're going to spend a year here, you're going to go do all these things, as if you control time, as if you have the ability to put this in order. And you don't even consider, oh, if God is willing for us to do this, then it will happen. Like, it's about putting God at the centre of all of our plans, all of our decisions, and not fighting, not fighting with him. Because it's not, that's not a battle you're going to win. Like, we won't win, we'll just be frustrated. Um... So the last thing I want you to do before we pray is just think about if you can create three jars on your page or three lists. Um, And at the top of the first list, I want you to write what I have. At the top of the second list, I want you to write who I love. And on the top of the third list, I want you to write what I want. So what I have who I love and what I want. And this ties in with our possessions, our relationships and our future plans. I want you to take three minutes and just freestyle into those free lists, whatever comes to you. The relationships that are important to you, the things that you have. And the things that you have may be possessions, but you might write down things that are not... Um, Tangible, like I have peace or I have joy, that's fine as well. We just take a few minutes to fill in those three things. We're gonna get ready to pray. You can keep keep writing while I'm talking. So the two greatest commandments that God gave us are to love God and to love your neighbor as yourself. And I was looking at the story of the rich young ruler who comes to Jesus and asks, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says to him, all of the commandments. And he says, yeah, 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 I got that, I got that. I did all of that since I was born. I've been following the commandments. I am good. And then he says, okay, one thing that you lack, go and sell all your possessions and come and follow me. And it says that, the rich young ruler was very distressed because he had many properties and he went away like dismayed. And Jesus said, it's so hard for a rich man to enter heaven, right? And I was reading it and I got convicted because I said, God, I'm not even rich. Do I want to give up my possessions? Me, I don't have a lot. I have a little. Am I willing to, to give it to you and follow you if that's what you require of me? And... It was when I was thinking about love, yeah? It says God loved the world that he gave. He gave his only begotten son. And his commandment to us is to love. To love God, to love others. So, as you pray, I want you to have this question in your heart. Lord, what would you have me to give What do you want me to give? And there are magnifying glasses on your tables. Grab a magnifying glass, okay? As you begin to pray, I want you to go over your paper. So don't hold the magnifying glass to your eye. That's not how it works. You have to hold it on the thing you want to be magnified, okay? So hold it over your paper and scan your paper over the things that you have written. Um, to help focus you on the things that God wants you to pray about, the things that are magnified that he's like, this one. These are are the starting points for you. Um, And we're just going to ask God to teach us what it means to be humble and to work on the elements that we have identified in ourselves where pride shows up, to change our perspective um, so that we're not just thinking about... It says, if, you're, if you love the world, then you're an enemy of God. It's the world that teaches us that you have to get for yourself, you have to do for yourself, you have to elevate yourself. James says that if we humble ourselves before God, he is the one that will exhort us. So being humble doesn't mean that you don't get the things that you want. It, it doesn't mean that you lose out. Actually, being exalted by God is much better than being exalted by man. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take the rest of the session basically um, to just pray I'm just going to pray for us um, and also just remind us that this may be something that we need to continue praying about that God will keep talking to us about so it's not just for today this is like a starting point um, to help direct our prayers into humility into being humble Um, Father Lord God we thank you that you have given us your words that really convicts us that when we listen and take note of what your word says in James like we can see ourselves in there how our passions can become so important to us that we forget about your uh, will and your purposes for us so we try to fight you because we are convinced that what we want and the way we want to get it is the best way Lord God help us to really submit to your authority, uh, really be able to surrender um, the things that are important to us, to you, knowing that when we humble ourselves, when we really focus on who we are in comparison to you, when we are thankful for what you have given us and we return the glory back to you, we keep ourselves in a state of humility. Lord God, we pray that in the areas where pride does come and show itself up in our lives, that you will teach us through your Holy Spirit how to redirect that energy, how to decrease so that you can increase in those areas of our lives, Lord God. We don't want to just be inwards focused. We don't want to just be focused on what we want and our successes and our achievements. Give us a kingdom mindset. Help us to be really um, connected to what is going on for the community around us and how we can best serve them you who were the king of kings you came down and you served others there wasn't anything that you felt like you shouldn't do you washed your disciples feet lord god we thank you that you have given us an example through jesus christ about how we can be humble how to operate how to walk in this life Lord God and we pray that the things that we have prayed about and written down and focused on today that you will continue to teach us your ways that you will continue to communicate with us throughout this week um so that humility won't just be something that we talk about but it will be a way of life for us in Jesus name amen really hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like to find out more about City Hill, please visit our website, cityhill.london.